Hey everyone, Josh here. Quick question for you. Do you like coffee? Even more important question, do you like fresh coffee? Coffee that's roasted to order and doesn't taste like the bottom of your kitchen oven. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to head over to McQuanoCoffee.com and get yourself some of the best coffee there is to get. Whether you like the light roast or the dark roast or you're feeling a little whimsical and you want to get that sample pack, McQuano Coffee Roasters has everything you need. And just when you thought this couldn't get any sweeter, make sure to use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. Do yourself a favor and stop drinking bad coffee because you know what? Life's too short for that. Head on over to McQuanoCoffee.com and use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. You will not regret it. Thanks, and now on to the show. What's wrong with you people? How do y'all feel this morning? Why do you always make me define what you meant? What? That's how I feel. I don't know why you're clapping. I'm talking about you. What do you got for me? Talk to us like an adult. But I'm not going to answer the question until you ask it correctly. Hello and welcome to the Reformatory, the podcast for the local church and by the local church, which is us, which is you listening. My name is Josh Loftus and I'm here with Jack Jack Attack. Yes. What's going on, baby? Hey, hey, hey. How are you? I'm well. Another week down. Yes, sir. Here we are, together again. Together mm. again. Yeah. Um, what's going on, dude? Like, like I, I feel like yeah. Like we we talk a lot, but yes. I feel like sometimes we just don't have that quality time that quality friends need. Time. You know, friends. we just we just need some quality time together. Uh, there's. I mean, there's a lot of different things that Josh and I are going through. I think me in particular, we're trying to do. I mean, I'm trying to get involved and. Uh, will be involved with the ministry that outreaches to service members on the base that I work at. But, yo, that DOD, man, they do not trust the believers to do some stuff. They're like, it is like, it's like pulling teeth to like trying to get something started. Wait, wait, wait. You're telling me that that, that you're running into (laughs) red tape with a government agency? (laughs) Hold on here. You yes. don't say Goldilocks. <laughs> what is well, happening and here? And especially too, like the army is like, they were like first like telling like you know the the uh, organization that I'm doing this ministry with. They're like, okay, like you can you don't need to be paid. And they're like, oh wait, yeah, you do need to be paid. Okay, you know, sign into this contract. And then they're like, okay, maybe that that training won't happen because we got to pay you. It's like, yo, you know, all about the money. All about Take the money, a leak baby. Or get off the pot, people. <laughs> let's let's be honest about well, this. When, so. when you own the pot, yeah. um, you can take as much time on that pot as you want. That pot might be endless too if you dig that di- ditch. Oh uh, yeah, deep enough. Oh no, so. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. it be the government. And anyway, so we're dealing with that stuff and uh, some new season uh, in my life, my wife and I's life, and stuff like that. And, we're hopeful, but yeah, it's it's some new stuff going on. Hard, so. Yep, yep, yep. New stuff, new stuff. Um, well, I, I I came to a revelation just recently. At least I was made aware. Oh, gosh, of a revelation oh, that no. I don't know if I'm willing to accept or not. Uh oh. But apparently, according to an online um, 
theology like denomination quiz. Oh, apparently, this. Apparently, I'm Presbyterian. <laughs> I didn't know this. You done. You done messed up. I didn't know this. <laughs> first of all, I clicked something wrong. First of all, hold up, because I think it said Presbyterian. You were both a hundred percent Presbyterian, yeah, hundred percent Reformed Baptist. Yes. Yeah, what had me in the heck? And I was forty percent Mormon. Forty <laughs> percent Mormon. Oh but God. no. So yes, it, it scored me. It scored me as a hundred percent. PCA Presbyterian, which shout out to my PCA brothers and sisters. Yeah. If I was Presby, that's where I would go. Mm. Just to be clear, mm. um, and a hundred percent Reformed Baptist <laughs> at the same time. Yo, I, did this quiz take into account that there is a huge glaring issue that they do not agree on? Well, here's <laughs> apparently apparently me choosing like because that question was on the on the quiz. Yeah. And full disclosure, yeah. all right, it had it had you know, do you believe? babies should be should be uh or or no no it was can or should like it listed both man okay, come it, on. Hold on hold on it, it listed both it says do you believe babies can or should be baptized within the church the options were strongly agree strongly disagree or no preference neutral I chose no preference. Oh man! Because it's a there secondary. No, it's a secondary yo, issue. That, qu- that quiz is messed up. Yo. No, no. Oh my gosh! No, it's not. No, no. See, I chose no preference because the mode of baptism is the secondary issue. Like the point is, it happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The point yeah. is, it happens. I can have so much unity with my brothers and sisters mm-hmm. in the presby. Like you know me, I'm softy yeah. toward my bres- my yes, my presby brothers this and sisters. This is true. Yeah. More than probably the average Reformed Baptist. But yeah. this test sensed that it like sensed my weakness, like like you know how it like you know how like like velociraptors <laughs> can smell fear. It like sensed you, it, you and it made to be me Chris pre- Pratt out there with the presby. I'm out, I'm out here. I'm out here like Chris Pratt, surrounded by presby velociraptors, <laughs> holding my hand out like like hey, you look at me, you look at me, you look at me, and it made me presby. Oh my gosh. You turned into the Velociraptor. I did. Oh, man. I did. I, it, That's it, a twist. Those Velociraptors took Chris Pratt over and uh, never looked back. Yeah. So, you know, I'm already, like, feeling superior. You know, <laughs> like, I'm already, like, fostering kind of that, like, superior theological mentality. Yo, like, like, I've already told three Reformed Baptists they're not actually Reformed. You went you went full <laughs> tilt TR, dude. You went full <laughs> tilt truly Reformed off that quiz. RC Sproul, how dare you is my ringtone. <laughs> um, I'm going, I, I'm fully embracing this. Fully embracing <laughs> this. Embracing. I'm looking for babies that I can just like, <laughs> just sprinkle with some water. Like I'm carrying around like a spray gun, like, like a super soaker from the 90s. Remember those? <laughs> yeah. And just like, I'm pumping that sucker up. I'm pumping it up and just <laughs> pray and spray, baby. Oh, yes. <laughs> just psh, in the covenant, psh, in the covenant, psh, in the covenant. That's right. That's right. We going wow. full presby up in here. Wow. Wow. Anyway, I mean, so a lot of our a lot of our Presbyterian folk would be would be glad that you did that. Yeah. So I don't know what to take from the test. The test thinks I'm presby, but apparently not. Oh, we yeah. got we got a friend here. You got somebody you know. Yes. Jack's a popular guy oh, here. Yes. Haven't seen Good that people. dude. Haven't yeah. seen that dude forever. Yeah, he's coming. Yeah. He's coming around. So. Haven't seen that dude forever. Well, speaking of friends, yes. Jack, oh, that was a good segue. Oh, hey. You see that segue? Providence, baby. You see that? <laughs> That's right. That's right. I've been doing this a while, son. <laughs> I've been doing this a while. We call that talent. Now, uh, speaking of friendships, Jack and I are talking about today the importance of having good friendships in your local church. Yeah. Why we should seek friendships and, and why. Um, I'll even go so far to say, 
it, it doesn't have to be the exclusive place that you have friendships. Yeah. Well, like, I'm not going to say that because that's just not true. Yeah. But it should be one of the main places where yeah. our friendships are found and forged. Yeah. Is your local church. Yeah. Right? That's that's where it should be. So we're talking about friendship today. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of apropos that Jack and I being friends and some, you know, uh, recent difficult things we've both gone through yeah. together. Like, we have benefited greatly mm-hmm. by each other's friendships. At least I can say on my end, yeah. having Jack there as a sounding board, someone to bring some encouragement, some wise words, like that's yeah. it's super helpful to me. Yeah, likewise. Likewise on that. Yeah, I think um, so I think uh, it's interesting because usually like hmm, how can I say this? Some people within the church context of today have been like, well, the church is my family, but they ain't my friends. Um, <laughs> right, right, right. But I, and I mean, depending on what kind of family you got, yeah, we get that's it. True, we that's, get it. Yeah, but, that's true. Yeah. But yeah, I think um, you can find really good friendship relationships within the church, mainly because you're in this together. Absolutely. You are in this sojourning together in this world, and so, um, I mean, if some of your friends aren't in your local church, um. We would just implore you to <laughs> seek them out and and hopefully like start to uh, ask around and I mean if there is a genuine need like this has happened in churches that I've been a part of as well too. There's a genuine need to where you just need to start building up community, you know, and having that happen. So uh, yeah, I mean that's just a general overview yeah, right. of friendship I, in the church. But. So let's let's talk about real quick then. What happens when we, as local church members, only seek out kind of the superficial, surface-level relationships at church, right? Yeah. Because I know that's a temptation. Yeah. Um, is to kind of just kind of view church as this kind of one parcel in your... Parcel, excuse me. Parcel? Parcel? Parcel's a package. Parcel like, is a package. Like, oh, I have some parcels. Or you parcel things out. Parcel parcel things out. Yeah. That. That's what I'm talking parse about. Parse maybe things parse. out. Parse. When you parse some things out. Yeah. Right? When the church is basically just kind of one aspect of your life, instead of what Jack and I try to encourage is kind of being the main central point of your life. Like, everything's kind of centered around your local church. Yeah. What happens, Jack, when we begin to view church in that way and don't see it as a place to where these friendships can happen? Yeah, I think part of it is going to be you view the church as a country club. You view the church as uh, something that is hmm, going to be on an equal playing field as basically everything else in this world that right. you can develop, maybe certain relationships that are friendships. So like the church, work. So the church would be e- e- equal equal to work equal to some sort of nonprofit Your organization golf team yep squash team <laughs> bowling league um yep. horse racing friends yep um bitcoin invest <laughs> mentors <laughs> uh what else <laughs> yeah exactly etc 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 et uh yeah so i mean if if your friendships are are based in the fact that you've both been been redeemed and bought and paid for and are in this life together by the Lord Jesus. That is something that is going to knit you together uh, as friends that other organizations and other things cannot do in and of themselves. There can be some some uh, mutual uh, 
like camaraderie. Yeah, they're yeah. mutual camaraderie and like shared experiences. But really, like when you are in the local church and you have friends in the local church, they're going to understand the exact same things that you are going through because you are you're knit together. You're part of right. this what Peter calls like this temple. Yeah. You know, big brick by brick kind of mentality yeah. together in it. You're in so. the same foxhole. Yeah. Right? And, and like when when you have the foundation because here's the thing, every every friendship has foundations, right? Every friendships have kind of their starting point and what solidifies kind of <laughs> the glue or the cement that holds a friendship together, right? Yeah. For some people, like Jack and I were saying, it's work. Like you just interact with this person uh, during work. They're your work colleague. They're your friend. Yeah. But if that wasn't there, you know, if that was gone, probably wouldn't hang out yeah. a whole lot, right? I mean, I've experienced that. People that I've been at work with that I considered friends, but then I yeah. left that workplace and we we really don't talk, right? Yeah. It's just kind of a natural thing that happens. When when we begin to kind of view church in that same way and yeah. our local church in that same way we are making a mistake in viewing and placing what holds us together as Christians on the same level as earthly relationships yeah right because what links us as Christians what what makes the foxhole that we are in the same uh-huh. is what we have in Christ yeah it's the gospel. Yeah. It's what we have been given, what we have been saved from, and what we share with our other brothers and sisters. And co-heirs. That, and co-heirs, right? We are brothers and sisters in Christ, right? That that bond that unites you in Christ is the strongest familial bond that there is. There's yeah. no stronger bond in heaven or on earth yeah. that exists other than the the bond of the Trinity, right? Yeah, let's yeah. let's 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 set that yeah. right there, right? But that that bond that we share as Christians, there's nothing stronger. Yeah. You're, you're not going to be part of anything stronger. Uh, any work, any you know, war, any you know tragedy, yeah. right? All these things that legitimately do bring people together and give them kind of a common thing to kind of, you know, cement their friendships. Yeah. Nothing stronger than Christ and his gospel. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, the other thing as well, too, is just, um, you know, the fact... I mean, honestly, the fact that you're going through this life together and that you are going to be in heaven together for eternity. I just... Here's Dude, that's going to make some Twitter conversations <laughs> awkward. Uh, yeah. Um, I, think the, I think the biggest thing, too, is just the fact that a lot of people, uh, especially leaders within the church, maybe... I think there may be a disconnect from that sometimes and like friendships aren't happening because the the leaders and the people who are leading in the church, whether that be elders or deacons, pastors, elders, deacons, um, they're, they're not fostering that climate where they're making friendships, where they're communicating, where they're giving hospitality, where they're providing that. And usually when that's not... Um, kind of on display and being uh, you're not being that ambassador, that culture is not going to happen in that church, plain and simple. And so if if you are a, a pastor and you're not engaging in relationships with people um, and you wonder, well, why aren't people, why aren't friendships developing in our church? Um, I'm just saying the, the answer does, the apple does not fall far, far from, from the tree, you know? So it's like, Okay, if I'm displaying a culture of I'm making friendships, I'm making relationships, I'm trying to invest as best as I can on a healthy and sustainable level, 
that is going to be multiplied tenfold within your church because they see that. They see you displaying that. I mean, that goes back to just even a biblical principle. Paul says, imitate me as I imitate Christ. Okay, let's imitate each other as we imitate other believers and we're we're imitating Christ in that. So, I mean, if those friendships aren't happening, it's because they aren't being imitated and that culture isn't being cultivated too, so. But, but Jack, I just, I don't have anything in common with my other elders. <laughs> <laughs> right, like, like I don't. We really don't gel well. Uh, you know, th- they really aren't guys that I would Some really hang out Canadian. with. Some of them are Canadian. Some of them are Canadian. One of them is Presbyterian. <laughs> One of them, you know, like we aren't. Like we really, if it didn't have to do with the church, we probably wouldn't really hang out in real life. You know, I would. That's a really surface level kind of cop out, to be honest. <laughs> uh, that, that's just me saying that. Uh, because, I love it. I love it because I'm just saying this. It's like. You have way more in common with people in the church than you really understand. And it really comes down to sometimes it just takes this little step of being vulnerable. Vulnerability will open up that door to men. I mean, I'm speaking specifically to men, to men in the church saying, oh, wow, I didn't know you went through that. I went through the exact same thing. And then there's that connective tissue. Yeah. And then there's that organism way of the church that we see a lot of the times uh, in which you're now forming those relationships and it's developing those bonds and you're bearing one another's burdens. So that's still a lot more gracious than what I was going to say. I was going to be like, well, you ain't the sort of person Jesus would hang out with either. (laughs) Yet he did. (laughs) Look at what Jesus did. Yeah. Like you ain't, you ain't some five-star friend that's buying everybody's meals. Right. Jesus still hanging, still hung out with you. Nobody likes Zacchaeus. (laughs) Jesus was like, Hey, guess what? I'm coming, coming to your house for dinner. Yeah. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, like that's, that's a good, it, it is true. It is true. I think, I think often when individuals make that statement, right? Yeah. Whether you're in a pastor or not, like maybe you're just you're just a member. Yeah. You're just like I don't really gel with anybody here, right? Mm-hmm. I don't really fit in. I don't really, you know, see any of these people as friend material, you yeah. know, or you know whatever. Um, often not across the board cuz I don't want to blanket statement stuff. Yeah. But more than often, it's an excuse for you not having to do the work. Mm. And I've experienced this. Sure. Like, like, you know, I I have a particular things that I'm into and that yeah. I like. Like, I'm into music and, you know, you know, just a ton, you know, ton, tons of different kind of stuff. And if somebody doesn't like fit that mold, then it's like, well, it's easy to be kind of write them off and be like, well, you know, we ain't we ain't really gonna be friends. Yeah. Right. But more than often, I have found in my life that some of the strongest and closest friendships I have actually had yeah. have come from individuals that I don't share a whole lot like practically in common with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And like here's the like if people are gonna look at Jack and I, we're kind of an unlikely friendship. A little like, bit. I mean I mean slightly. <laughs> you know, we've we've got we've got the things that unite us like practically that we enjoy. Yeah. But there's not a whole lot like I like different music than Jack. Mm-hmm. We like different movies. We like, you yeah. know, different. You know, there's there's a lot of differences that are there that if I wanted to, if Jack wanted to, we could both point out and be like, oh, you know, just really not going to gel with this guy. Yeah. You know, but we both made the commitment to kind of step out of that. Yeah. And be a little vulnerable. Yeah. And boom. I mean, we're hosting a podcast. Yeah. Right. We still hate each other, but we're hosting a <laughs> podcast. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, don't go that far. Hate is a strong word, Josh. Um, <laughs> Greatly dislike. <laughs> dude, yeah. dude, 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 when oh we were when we were at dinner the other day, oh when we were uh, we, we were getting seafood, it's my wife uh, and I and Jack and his wife. And I dropped the Russian accent in front of your wife, and she was Yo. dying. Dude. She's like, are "She's you, like, are you from Ireland right now? Like, what is this accent going on?" It was not good. I was like, "Hey, uh, I don't even remember what I said." But the more the more I tried to do the Russian accent, nope. the worse it got yeah, because it she did. was laughing yeah. harder and harder. She's just, like, I just no, lost it. You failing? I could, I could you failing, bro? I you couldn't just do stop it. while you're ahead. It's like I don't understand what's wrong with my accent, and she's like, "That's so bad." <laughs> You sound Irish. You sound Irish. <laughs> like, that's not what I was going okay. for. <laughs> Failed on that level. Failed so. on that one. Guess we're not going to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, be <laughs> be willing to take the risk, step out in vulnerability, and and don't just assume that because the person has opposite interests than yeah. you do does not mean that they aren't. Friend material. I hate yeah. that. It's such a superficial, like, yeah. millennial. Like, I feel like a 12-year-old girl. Uh, it's just not friend material. <laughs> it's like I tried. Uh, we, like, we don't share anything. <laughs> it's friend material. <laughs> Got to get some vocal fry in there. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I, I get it. I mean, some people, there's different personalities, right? Different personalities yes. are going to gel different ways. But I think, like I said, that, that biggest thing is, like, taking a step forward in compassion and knowing that I, as a believer, I need to be a friend to the friendless. I need to try. I need to try and reach out to those people because they may be going through some stuff that, hey, maybe God's equipped me to help them and maybe God's equipped them to help me. And it's mutual there. So, And that that transcends your personality and interests. That's the thing. Is the way that God has equipped you to be a friend to that individual has nothing to do with what kind of music you like. Yeah. It has everything to do with the spirit that is residing within you. Yeah. And it and the spirit giving you the ability to be compassionate and loving toward that person. Yeah. Right? I think we are very especially in the church, I think we are too superficial with kind of what we mm-hmm. use as the barometer yeah. of whether or not I can be close to somebody. Mm-hmm. Right? Like it's almost like it's almost like like do you have the Holy Spirit? Yeah. Do you both believe Jesus is the only way? Do you yeah. both believe in the gospel? You can be friends. Yeah. Now, granted, you might not be the best friends in the world. Yeah. You might not be, you know, Jack and I. Yeah. <laughs> on some days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that does not mean that you cannot. It doesn't mean that it can't get there. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, and here, like, you have these individuals who are just. It's part of their personality. They're just best friends with everybody, right? Yeah, they're yeah. naturally outgoing. They're naturally, you know, very inclusive about their friends. And, you know, that's another word that's been hijacked. I can't believe oh, I yeah. used that term. Hey, you did um, it. So watch out. Watch let out. It be. Let it be. Let it be. Um, and that might not be your personality. Yeah. Like, okay, I totally get it. You know, you're not an extrovert. Maybe you're an introvert. Yeah. Well, I guarantee you there's other people in that church that are thinking the exact same thing that you are. Yeah. And maybe God's calling you to be the person to help that individual get out of the rut that they're in. Yeah, and I would say this as well too, which um, I am more, lately I feel more ascribed to usually how you will bring people into the church by becoming their friends versus just, I'm just going to slap them down with some gospel and see if it sticks, you know? I would say in this postmodern society that we're living in, 
we are now seeing people not trust Christians, and that leads to them not going into a local church, not getting plugged in. If I make that step forward, and I'm trying to purposely trying to say, hey, be winsome, but also be truthful in that winsomeness, um, and be uh, compassionate, and be a friend to the friendless, I would hope that the spirit moves in that way to develop people. I mean, recently I just heard of a guy, him and his friend, his friend wasn't a believer. He just became a believer about a year ago. And his friend now just recently became a believer. So it's like those friendships will lead to redemption and rescue and reconciliation. So I would say don't give up on trying to be friendly and trying to be a friend to somebody. So, Yeah, yeah. And, you know, whether or not you're an an extroverted person, like maybe you're very introverted, right? Yeah. We encourage you to still strive to have that, that, um, I can't think of the right word, but, but to have uh, that, um, approachability. Yeah. Right. Right. To not be cold <laughs> in your introvertedness. Yeah. Right. Um, and it goes on the other side too. If you're an extrovert, don't be forceful and abrasive. Uh huh. Uh-huh. In how you seek out friendships, right? Like there are yep. pluses and minuses to both. Yep. Um, we as Christians should be striving to uh, be all things to all people, yep. right? And that does mean toning ourselves down or, you know, trying to maybe tune things up a little bit yep. depending on who we're around, yep. right? And both extroverts and introverts, I think, need to use the discernment that comes from the spirit to understand when when it's you know beneficial to do that yeah right absolutely but no matter your personality type or your interests or what you're into what you're not into we we encourage you to remain vulnerable uh-huh. to remain transparent be loving yeah be kind be outgoing as much as you can be yeah and maintain that approachability mm-hmm. um and strive to find those friendships in the church yeah strive to find those individuals and it might not be everybody it might be one or two people and that's okay yeah but your local church that you attend those people that are there with you that are sitting in front of you behind you to your left and to your right they are the closest thing that you have yeah to family this side of heaven yeah <laughs> yeah it's true um and they are your primary constituents, if you will, that we should be looking toward to invest in. Yeah. Right. And that transcends all personality types, all interests. You know, however God has made you, the way that He's made you. Yeah. You are still called to be a friend to the friendless and to mm-hmm. invest in the people that are in your local church. Right. Absolutely. So be striving to do that. And you know, you don't have to do it alone. Maybe find some people to help you. Yeah. Right. Like be, you know, find a group of people that, that want to, you know, be that type of person in your church. Seek out the new people. Yeah. Somebody sitting. I mean, I feel like I'm like a mom talking to her kids at school, but like, you know, if you see somebody sitting alone, go, go talk to them. Yeah. Absolutely. Maybe it's awkward. Yep. What what's what's the worst that's going to happen? Yeah. You have an awkward exchange, and that's it. Yeah. It's not it's not that bad. Yeah. Not that bad. But the fact that you took the time to actually go talk to that person and reach out that speaks volumes. Yeah. And that person will remember that, right? Yeah. And they'll be more prone to engage with you in the future because they remember. Oh yeah, this person, this person like actually took time to. Learn my name. 
to learn where I'm coming from, to hear yeah. about what I'm into, you know, interests or, you know, you know, whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Um, take the opportunity to do that. And I think you will find that the Lord will bless you with those types of friendships within your local church. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Co-sign on to that. Good, sir. Co-sign. Co-sign on to that. Co-sign. So. Well. Well, Josh, this has been a good, friendly. Very friendly, Jack. Discussion, if you will. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you want to actually engage us in more Oh, friendly, we end it now. Uh, oh, oh, I mean, oh, if you want to. Short ep. <laughs> well, I thought, I thought we could talk about our feelings for another, uh. another five minutes. <laughs> but no. <laughs> on a, on a non- on a on a non uh, well, I guess it's a personal note. I can say that I am actually, and this is where people are like, it's going to get mushy here, folks. Oh, so, yeah. so if you want to turn it off, bring on the waterworks. Baby. Here, here they come. <laughs> I am personally very thankful for my friendship with Jack, my yeah. co-host, because um, I can tell you, like, over this past year, um, well. <laughs> Not just me, both of us yeah. have kind of have gone through the fire yeah. ministry wise. Yeah. Right. Uh, gone through some pretty um what's the word? Pretty tumultuous. Tumultuous, maybe. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even that's a little light. Yeah. But I can I can say with confidence that if I did not have the friendship that I have with Jack, it would have been ten times more difficult. Mm. Um and just the fact that I have a friend, and, and again, this is like, like I'm giving you testimony, real life testimony to what we were yeah. talking about. Just because I have a friend who is not willing to let me uh, self isolate yeah. and shut down, like that fact brings so much comfort and joy, even though the times themselves are just horrifically hard. Yeah. Right. So. I'm not someone who's just kind of like, oh, this seems like a good principle. Let's talk about this on the podcast. No, no, like I, I have actively lived this out yeah. and been the recipient of this. Yeah, and because of that, like I, I know it's true. Yeah, like I need my local church friendships. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, absolutely, sir. That's it. Waterworks yeah. off. Yeah. You can turn around. I would say, yeah. And especially, too, I mean, with all that Josh and I have been through this year, it's been super encouraging to have him. I mean, just a Marco Polo away, people. Yeah. Literally a Marco Seriously. Polo away. Like, that app has been hugely edifying. It really has. It that has. App has ironically. been huge. Um, where you get to see somebody's face and you get to talk to them versus this whole entire last year or plus where you can't see emotion or you can't see people's faces and stuff like that. That's been hugely helpful to us. So at least to me, it's been a huge help. And I know that if, if I need to process something, I'll pop on that Marco dude and just send it to Josh and we'll talk about it. So, which, which has resulted in nobody outside of ourselves and our wives will ever be able to watch those markers. <laughs> I have true. said things. <laughs> in that, the privacy of that market. I have done things. You can you wouldn't even you wouldn't even believe. No, no. Yes, sir. Uh, well, my friend Jack, get us out of here, my man. Alrighty. So if you want more conversations, you want to hear more conversations, more vacillations, if you will, about friendships and theology and all the goodness that comes from the Lord Jesus and his scriptures, 
you can go follow us on the sociables. Uh, that would be the Instagram, the Tweaker, Little Blue Bird site, or the Facebook, if you will. All our tag is at Reformatory Pod. And Josh, you can tell the people how they can be our friend monetarily. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Jack and I are constantly looking for new friends. And especially friends that provide us with the monetary benefits of friendship. That kashishe, that cheddar. Um, if you believe in what we're doing here and you appreciate Jack and I's uh, attempts through this podcast to encourage the centrality of the local church in the life of believers, you can partner with us on Patreon. Um, and for a very, very low cost, I think the lowest tier we have is like five bucks, like five bucks a month, yeah. uh, you could be a patron. Support us and have your name hallowed, hallowed, hallowed through the halls of this podcast. And Jack, the uh, uh, Big Eva has sung. Oh yes. So we done. Oh, we bringing that back, yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude, it's gonna keep coming back, man. Like it's too good to it's too good to put to bed. That's true. It really is. Yes, so. So we thank you all for listening, and we will catch you on the next step of the Reformatory. Mm-hmm.